Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 on air this is am 1280 the patriot wwtc minneapolis st paul fm 107.5 k298 co minneapolis with SRN news i'm bob agnew in washington the U.S. Postal Service is gearing up for another holiday crush and says this year it's ready. Last year's holiday season was far from the most wonderful time of the year for the U.S. Postal Service. We weren't prepared for that. This year, we know what to expect. Stephen Darty, spokesman for the USPS, says they're hiring 40,000 workers and have extra mail facilities and sorting machines now. There's no time for us like Christmas, the holidays. It's, it's our season. Uh, we've, we've done it now for 245 years. We're ready for this year. UPS and FedEx also say they're hiring workers. Overall, nearly 3.4 billion parcels are expected to crisscross the country this holiday season, according to Ship Matrix. I'm Julie Walker. Meanwhile, the world is scurrying to contain the new COVID variant that was announced yesterday. New restrictions being slapped on travel from countries mostly in southern Africa. This is SRN New. Before we arrived, the station sounded like this. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Then on March 19th, 2001, you heard this. More power than a Tomahawk cruise. AM 1280, The Patriot. News talk around the clock. Proud to bring you today's best communicators. Still going strong after two decades. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Glad to have you along today. Mostly sunny and a high of 39. Then tomorrow, sunny and a high of 35. Join us for an evening of discussion and debate moderated by Hugh Hewitt. It's the Minnesota Leadership Forum brought to you by The Patriot and Minnesota Family Council with support from Morris Law Group. Join us at Providence Academy in Plymouth on Wednesday, December 15th. The Narn with Mitch Berg is next. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, uh, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. Hope you all had a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you're all having a blessed Thanksgiving weekend. I know I did. I know that uh, Thanksgiving is... Well, itself is one of the things I'm thankful for. It is um, not the the greatest holy day of the year for me, for, for my faith, but it is, for me, one of the most important days there is. We'll, we'll talk about that later on in the second hour. Fun show coming up today. We're going to be talking with Bethany Mandel, uh, Mandel rather, of uh, Deseret News, also from uh, heroesofliberty.com, uh, fighting back against the wokeification of children's literature. If you've tried to buy books for young kids out there, it's just terrible out there. You'd think you're buying for college-level sociology students out there, but but you're not. And yet, it kind of feels like you are. <laughs> anyway, uh, all that's coming up here. Uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, of course, uh, Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow from 1 to 3. Tom, Jack Tomczak coming up right after the show today at uh, 3 o'clock. And, of course, uh, King Banyan every Saturday morning from 9 to 11. Together, we dominate Twin Cities media uh, and make it look easy. It's not, but we make it look that day, that way. That's what counts. At any rate, uh, the the case that, that we were reliably informed the previous week, uh, the week before last, could not happen. Happened. If you recall uh, the the week of the uh, of the of the resolution of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, a week ago yesterday, 
uh, we were told that it was impossible for a, a black man to get justice in America, that it was open season on African-Americans. Now, we, we, we made uh, sport of that live and on the air uh, last week when we pointed out the very almost the same time that Kyle Rittenhouse's not ver- uh, guilty verdict, uh, verdict came in, uh, a verdict uh, against uh, a trial of a fellow named Andrew Coffey in Palm County, Florida, uh, was resolved and resolved with a not guilty by reason of self-defense verdict against Mr. Coffey, a 29-year-old black man who in 2017 was faced with a no-knock raid on his house by sheriff's deputies who came in, uh, guns blazing, apparently, uh, shot his girlfriend, Mr. Coffey's girlfriend, 10 times. Uh, Of course, when you're involved in a crime uh, and someone gets killed, you get charged with the murder. So Mr. Coffey was charged with that murder and attempts to murder the police involved. He got acquitted f- by reason of self-defense, which we are reliably told is a completely racist construct when it's Kyle Rittenhouse doing it. Uh, we were told that was impossible. Uh, another uh, story we told was impossible was the uh, in the Ahmad Arbery case, which again came in yesterday, uh, jury verdict came in, uh, in convicting all defendants of one level of murder or another. Uh, the the defendants Travis McMichael, uh, Greg McMichael, and William Ryan Bryan uh, stood trial and charges of murder and many other felonies over the shooting death of Ahmad Arbery uh, a year this past uh, February twenty uh, February of twenty uh, twenty a year and a half ago in Brunswick, Georgia. Uh, A wide variety of uh, charges. Uh, Malice murder, which is the most serious of the bunch. Uh, Travis McMichael, the actual trigger man, uh, was convicted. Uh, Both uh, both of the McMichaels were convicted of felony murder. These charges just piled up on these guys, and uh, apparently uh, they they were convincing. Felony murder, all three were found guilty, as uh, uh, was the aggravated assault assault charge. yeah, aggravated assault, aggravated assault, uh, false imprisonment, in other words, uh, a, a bad citizen's arrest. All three were found guilty there. All three were found guilty of a criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment. Uh, the county attorney just went nuts with the charges in this case. Assault with firearm, deadly weapon to uh, wit a 12-gauge shotgun. Uh, all but Ryan were guilty there, and all were guilty of aggravated assault. It's a, it's a smorgasbord of charges. Uh, Travis McMichael basically uh, found guilty of everything. Uh, Gregory McMichael, m- of most things, and William R. Bryant, well, less than all, but he's going to be in jail for quite some time, which, again, we were reliably informed is not a state of justice that applies to black men. Oh, it's certainly uh, justice would have been Mr. Arbery not being killed, being alive today and being able to take these men to civil court. Such was not the case. These two weeks worth of verdicts show us really the three the three extremes of self-defense. The Arbery case where someone gets self-defense completely wrong, utterly completely wrong, thinks they have the law on their side and completely botches it. Something you need to watch out for if you uh, would uh, presume to carry a firearm in self-defense. It's a risky uh, thing indeed. Mr. Coffey's verdict, where he was acquitted of murder on self-defense, but nonetheless wound up going to jail because he, he will wind up going to jail because he was a felon in possession of a gun. But Notice this, progressives out there, even if you're a felon in a possession of a gun, you have the right to defend yourself from being killed. This whole idea that you might be going to another city that you don't live in, which, by the way, is not illegal, and that the idea that that would void your right to self-defense, well, has been shot down, as it were. And, of course, Kyle Rittenhouse, who carried out what, in at the end of the day, was a righteous, uh, or, or say, a, uh, he, he can found not guilty of homicide, uh, in two cases of homicide, aggravated assault, and, and so forth, uh, by by on gra- by reason of self-defense. He, he met the criteria for a self-defense case in the state of Wisconsin and uh, was not sent to prison, which sounds all fine and dandy, except that he spent 15 months in legal limbo, spent God knows how much on legal bills, plus a $2.5 million bail, uh, bond uh, bond covering $2.5 million in bail and is going to wind up spending the rest of his life looking over his shoulder 
uh, not to mention the two months he spent in jail uh, before the bail took effect. Uh, Rittenhouse had some words about this past week. Uh, former attorney Lynn Wood not exactly covering himself in legal glory uh, over the course of this case. Uh, probably a good thing for Kyle Rittenhouse. He had attorneys Richards and Chirafisi. At any rate, yes, he got away with the self-defense after two months in jail, 15 months in legal limbo, a three-week trial at ungodly expense with life in prison times two plus some decades for other charges at stake. Yeah, he got away just fine, didn't he? One of many lies, by the way, about the Rittenhouse case that have been bubbling around the Internet and the mainstream media for this past week. You'd have thought the fact that against all, quote, conventional wisdom, end quote, uh, seeing that Rittenhouse was acquitted of murder because he met the relatively difficult standard of self-defense would have gotten the media to perhaps back off a little bit of the, I don't know, constant lying. It didn't happen, of course. It reminds me of the old Mark Twain line, a, a lie will travel a lie will travel around the world while the truth is uh, waiting for its curry to heat up. I may have updated that a little bit for modern times, but work with me here. Uh, there's so many of these these complete lies that have been passed around, everything from crossing state lines or shooting black men, which, by the way, some the London Daily Mail or the London Independent rather said it was what had happened. And many, many mother, many other issues the mainstream media will be parroting until they are forced to stop. Uh, all of them just kept right on going this past week, including uh, the president who doubled down on his smear during the campaign of Kyle Rittenhouse uh, when asked about the case. Uh, Press Secretary Jen Psaki said, quote, the president spoke to the verdict last week, Psaki replied. He has obviously condemned the hatred and division and violence we've seen around the country by groups like Proud Boys and groups that uh, that individual has posed with photos with. By the way, have you noticed that the Proud Boys are led by an Afro-Latino? An Afro-Cuban. Anyway, beyond that, said Pisaki, I'll leave it to his uh, comments or, around the verdict, the president's comment. He, he doubled down on slandering Kyle Rittenhouse during the campaign. And good Lord, I hope that there is a civil suit to for, for defamation against the president and his administration and a good chunk of the mainstream media because, good Lord, it's deserved. It is totally deserved, uh, among many, many others. Th- this... The, the the verdict brought out the worst in a bunch of people from whom we're used to seeing the worst. Uh, one that came out right around the time of the verdict, a uh, fellow named, a uh, woman rather named, well, alleged woman named Carly Beth wrote, and I quote, and want to pour hydrochloric acid on Kyle Rittenhouse and kill his family and graft him new skin from his family members' bodies. She sounds fun, doesn't she? So who's going to take one for the team and murder Kyle Rittenhouse? Hopefully in the next 24, 48 hours, fingers crossed. I'm oh, sorry to disappoint you, Carly, but uh, here's hoping a psychiatrist gets you before a restraining order does. This brought up some... Uh, the, 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 the case, uh, obviously, the, the left has completely beclowned itself regarding the Rittenhouse case. And some on the right have. I, I talked about this a little bit last week. I want to talk about it a little bit today because, well, I spent a good chunk of this last week explaining to an awful lot of progressives that there are. it's entirely possible that uh, not only both of the— is it possible for both of the following things to be true, that, that sometimes uh, some, something can be a bad idea legally and— frankly, in common sense terms, and that self-defense is not only legitimate and a very legitimately high hurdle to meet under the law in every state that I personally am aware of, uh, but it's a license to kill, as some called it, only if you consider being arrested, spending two months in jail, having to post bond for $2.5 million worth of bail to get released, spending 15 months looking at a couple life sentences if everything goes wrong, and God only knows how much in legal bills yet again, standing trial uh, for three weeks as the kick toy for the deranged half of the American people, and having to spend the rest of his life looking over for their shoulder for people like Carly Ray and their depraved fantasies 
and they're <laughs> in case they decide to go even the score. There's some things that are even more. Uh, I mean, I've had to spend a lot of time this past few weeks trying to educate people on that score here, but I I, I found a few things even more disturbing this past week uh, on, on both sides of the aisle, quite frankly. And I'd like to talk about that when we come back. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere on this special Thanksgiving weekend edition of the show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, ooh, 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 yeah. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Twin Cities and World. Hey, don't forget, the next Stand with Israel tour is coming up November 30th and through December 9th, 2022. That's next year. Uh, It'll be kicking off about this time, a year from now, actually. You can join the Stand with Israel 2022 tour for an unforgettable Israel tour. Travel with Dr. Sebastian Gorka, one of the uh, biggest talk radio hosts in the business, and Dinesh D'Souza, a renowned author, filmmaker, political commentator. They will be broadcasting live and authoring geopolitical insights all along the way. On this 10-day journey with Salem Media Group from November 30th to December 29th, you will explore some of the most significant sites in the entire Holy Land. A group 
will stay in some of the best hotels in Israel. Carefully selected tour guides will ensure an unforgettable experience. Our every effort has been executed with one focused to make this tour the defining Israel experience of your lifetime. We can't wait to share this journey with you. Book your tour now by calling 855-565-5519 or secure your spot online at standwithisrael.com. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. Talking about the aftermath of the Rittenhouse case, and I've had to explain a lot of things, some of them kind of disturbing, the fact that I have to explain, uh, explain it. First of all, the idea that we should just ignore the law and make Rittenhouse exa- an example. I've found this from people who even call themselves centrists. The idea that we should just ignore the law and make Rittenhouse a, quote, example, because, and I quote, we don't have people wandering around defending themselves with AR-15s, end quote, or that, again, this one just drives me crazy, the idea that crossing state lines is a crime. It was in the Soviet Union, not in America. Or the idea that Kyle Rittenhouse is a vigilante for going to a riot with a gun, but somehow Gage Grosskreutz had every right to be there. He drove twice as far, over twice as far, and his gun was not legal. By the way, rioting? Is sacrosanct protected speech? And and by the way, it's not just the left. Mostly the left got this wrong. Dennis Prager, great friend of mine, uh, great friend of obviously one of our our top hosts on this station every weekday from uh, 11 to 2, uh, one of the, the great public intellectuals and one of the people leading the cultural charge against the rot that is the left from top to bottom joined with an awful lot of people, a lot of people I respect, a lot of people whose reasoning I expect, uh, reasoning I respect, in praising Rittenhouse for being where he was. And I get it. I truly do get it. I I get this more deeply than than Dennis Prager could possibly know. If uh, by some chance he's listening to this, and I, and I hope he is, I want to know that I want him to know that I get this because I, 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 f- deep down in the pit of my gut. I I wanted someone to 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 push back, maybe not killing people, but I think a show of force against the mob, against the rot, against the blight of our society, against the people who think that they are entitled to destroy in the name of progress needed to happen. And I felt this because the nights the riot came, the night the riots came to St. Paul. I took a walk down the street. I live on a major arterial route. I wanted to see what things look like down on the larger street that crosses uh, and takes you up north to Roseville. Reconnoitering, you might say, because the riot had been, had been going on in St. Paul for quite some time at this point. And I walked down to the corner, and I was apparently a little zoned out because as I looked ahead of me, I saw uh, a twinkling on the ground. And it was, in fact, broken glass from a drugstore on the corner. And I sort of snapped to right then. I realized, oh, the riot is going on around me. And there's kids, white, college-looking kids, jumping out of a very, let's just say, Lake Ville-looking crossover sedan uh, in full riot wear with bandanas on their faces, dressed in black for the most part, running towards the businesses, running towards the drugstore. And I I scooted right out of there because, well, (laughs) getting caught in a riot is bad tactics, shall we say. I wanted someone, something to get the lesson across to those people. But it wasn't going to be me. Because I know what happens in blue cities to people who stand up against the mob, even speak up against the mob, even speak up against their, your garden variety, variety lefty twerp. I mean, they're pretty unforgiving to that. The idea that someone would get in the face, well, first of all, outnumbered six to one, that's a, a no-go right there. And they were directly threatening me. So my options, thankfully, were limited to getting out of there and watching over my property, protecting myself. And I thought, boy, it would be so good if a lot of us could get together and create a show of force that would convince these morons that we're not to be messed with, that our property is not to be taken from us, either literally or destroyed Alas, it was not to be, and I was blessed to not have my private uh, private property destroyed that night. Drugstore, not so lucky, but burned to the ground, just reopened not too long ago. 
And so when Dennis Prager says it's you, Kyle Rittenhouse is a hero for willfully going to where the trouble was, I get it. Morally speaking, Dennis is right. And I've got my friends at various Second Amendment organizations who are working very hard to try and get people not to lionize Kyle Rittenhouse, to treat him as as a completely unvarnished hero. And I get it. You don't want to encourage people to do things that are legally dicey. And it is a fact. It is a fact that going someplace to protect a uh, property with lethal force may be the morally right thing to do. I'll, I'll back Dennis up on that. It is morally the right thing to do. It's also legally intensely risky. And you are, as Kyle Rittenhouse did, you are risking decades of your life in prison at worst. Complete financial ruination as you defend your freedom in court against a disgusting blue county prosecutor like like Binger in, in Kenosha. At best, maybe you get acquitted, you're broke, and you're spending the rest of your lives, uh, your rest of your natural life looking over your shoulder, making sure some, quote, anti, end quote, fa activist doesn't want to settle the score against you. Doesn't take away from the fact that morally, it's still the right thing to do. It's just legally incredibly risky. And yet... It's human nature to create order. So while I disagree with Dennis Prager, I think (laughs) there's something much bigger and and more sinister, perhaps, at work here. Because it's human nature to create order. And I've said this before, without order, prosperity is impossible. And prosperity, I don't mean his and hers Bentleys. I mean living as something other than a hunter-gatherer, a subsistence farmer, a serf. Without prosperity, freedom is academic. Nobody's got time to read the Federalist Papers when you're working from sunrise to sunset to keep yourself and your family alive, hopefully. And without freedom, order is tyranny. But again, getting ahead of ourselves. Now, I'm no expert, but this is the real lesson of Kenosha. A lot of people on the right and a lot of people on the left need to get this. We pay taxes to government. And providing order is the one genuinely legitimate role of government, the one that everyone should agree on, although not everyone does. And if government isn't going to provide order fairly and equally all the way across society in exchange for the the burden of keeping it and all those bureaucrats and all their pensions going and keep our businesses from getting burned and our cars from getting stolen, our kids from getting mugged on the way home from school, what's going to happen then? People will start creating order for themselves. That's what's going to happen. And one of these next times... It's not going to be a 17-year-old kid with more idealism than common sense and a a loner rifle. It will be people who won't run to the police to surrender when nastiness ensues. It'll be people who do their self-defense preemptively. People who find the problems before the problems happen. People who who don't care. By the way, that's illegal. Completely. Uh, today, if, if the laws, in fact, are being enforced, we're, we're talking people who don't care about the high rhetoric and the, and the due process and all the puffery of the legal system. We're talking people for whom shooting people isn't something from a video game. Uh, for people for whom shooting people is something they do or did for their livelihood, either around the neighborhood or overseas on deployment or in Mogadishu or in Helmand province. It's somewhere out in the Pine Barrens for all we care. It'll be people who keep secrets. You could even say that these are the people who observe and uh, mercilessly enforce a code of silence. What's that sound like? It's, it sounds like Tony Soprano uh, explaining to his kid where the mob came from, Italians who couldn't get justice from the court system building their own justice? Well, yes, it sounds like that. It sounds like a drug cartel complaining about how the Mexican government didn't give them justice and, and, and protect their property, so they did it for themselves. And if they have to cut people's heads off with chainsaws to enforce order, uh, so be it. 
people create order. And if the government won't do it, people will do it. And the next time it won't be some dewy-faced, baby-faced 17-year-old with more idealism than common sense. And others are starting to get the message. That's good news and it's bad news. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Have you recently received a quote for an exterior home improvement project that was so high it made you seriously consider selling the house instead? In today's market, it's more important than ever to get multiple bids to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on any investment in your home. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. Not only can I provide you the most competitive bids in the Twin Cities for free, but I can guarantee it will be the quickest and easiest way to get them. Whether you need siding, roofing, or windows, I will personally come to your house for a short meeting so we can determine which name brands make the most sense for you and your house. And I'm all about multiple options, so you can have a variety of price points to choose from. A few days later, you'll receive an email from me with the bids attached. I've done the homework on brands and contractors, so you don't have to. It's that simple. No salespeople, no pressure, and no obligation to buy. To set up one short meeting with me, visit GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Twin Cities and World, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, don't forget, uh, December 15th, that's a Wednesday night, uh, we will be alive at the Minnesota Leadership Forum at Providence Academy out in Plymouth on uh, 15100 Schmidt Lake Road in Plymouth, uh, Wednesday, 6 o'clock till 8.30, Hugh Hewitt hosting the Minnesota Leadership Forum with four of the uh, key candidates for uh, governor of Minnesota, Michelle Benson, uh, Scott Jensen. 
uh, Paul Gazalka and Dr. Neil Shah joining uh, Neil uh, joining Hugh Hewitt for a forum live and uh, at the Providence Academy. Jack Tomzak, Brad Carlson, and I will be doing uh, pre and post game coverage of the forum, uh, talking about uh, yeah, what we what we're about to see and what we saw in the debate. Maybe we'll even get Hugh to join us. He's uh, been known to to jump on a microphone once in a while. That should be fun. I haven't talked to Hugh in a while. Maybe we'll have Brad Carlson do his Hugh Hewitt impression live and see if people can tell the difference. Maybe we'll just have the audience close their eyes and try and, and vote with a show of hands, which uh, Hugh is the right Hugh. I bet you Brad wins. Anyway, that's, uh, by the way, you can register online, uh, am12athepatriot.com. Click on the Minnesota Leadership Forum link and uh, go right to it. It's right there. I would love to see you there. I'm looking forward to this big time. December 15th at uh, Providence Academy in Plymouth. Uh, So we're talking about the aftermath of the Rittenhouse trial. I'm thinking the lesson that both sides need to learn is that unless our official institutions start treating riots like riots rather than profound displays of 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 vital patriotism as they do they're going to start getting people pushing back and and some of them are starting to get the message but at an institutional level they're not uh stacy matthews at legal insurrection this past week wrote a article entitled former new york times reporter said uh, paper held a damaging kenosha riots article until after the 2020 election uh matthews writes the mainstream media were unquestionably biased about the august 2020 officer involved shooting of jacob blake the Kenosha rats that followed in the story of Kyle Rittenhouse, who shot three people in self-defense, killing two of them after he went to Kenosha BLM uh, protest to protect a car dealership from rioters, as well as to render medical assistance if needed, et cetera, et cetera. Crazy, she writes, how much misinformation is out there about what happened in Kenosha and how much of it has come not just from Democrats and the Biden White House directly, but from the mainstream media, something even some liberals have admitted in recent weeks after they watched the trial and learn the actual facts of the Rittenhouse case, which, by the way, you did not learn from the New York Times or the Star Tribune or Channel 4, 9, or 11 in the Twin Cities, all of whom I assailed directly online on the blog and, for that matter, on the radio of this last couple of weeks. They they indeed have no shame. Uh, a woman named Nellie Bowles, who was a New York Times tech reporter, Uh, in a recent newsletter regarding a November 2020 story about how the Kenosha riots devastated communities of color. You guessed it. Uh, Before Matthews gets to what they wrote last week about uh, what Bowles wrote, rather, about a former employer, Matthews wanted to note her background, which is interesting. It relates to the Kenosha story. Bowles admitted earlier this month that when she started at the paper in 2017, she was a raging liberal with an agenda to push. But she said somewhere along the way she woke up and started pushing back, which was not appreciated by her colleagues. No, 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 no. Their idea of diversity is people who look differently, perhaps different color skin or with or without skirts on, but who all think exactly the same. That's their idea of diversity. Anyway, last month, apparently, um, uh, Nellie Bowles, former tech correspondent for The Times in the paper, parted ways. Something she indicated was liberating to her. On the Kenosha piece, Ms. Bowles noted on Thursday that an article she'd written on the devastating aftermath of the Kenosha riots was spiked, held up, sandbagged, gundacked, buried until after the 2020 election. And I quote Ms. Bowles. A note on Kenosha in light of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Until recently, the mainstream liberal argument was that burning down businesses for racial justice was both good and healthy. Burnings allowed for the expression of righteous rage, and the businesses all had insurance to rebuild. The mayor of Baltimore called it uh, room to destroy. I mean, they're not paying for it. When I, says Ms. Bowles, was at the New York Times, I went to Kenosha to see about this, and it turned out to be not true. The part of Kenosha that people burned in the riots were the poor, multiracial commercial district full of small, underinsured cell phone shops, car lots. You know the type. Up and down University, up and down East Lake Street. Same thing. Ms. Walls. It was very sad to see and hear from the people who had suffered. Beyond the financial loss, small storefronts are quite meaningful to their owners and their communities, which continuously baffles the Zoom class. I love that term. 
Something odd happened with that story after I filed it. It didn't run. It sat and sat. Now, it could be that the piece was just bad. I've sent in bad ones before. This is Nellie Bowles talking. I've sent in bad ones before, and I'll do it again. A few weeks after I filed it, an editor told me, quote, the Times wouldn't be able to run my Kenosha insurance debacle piece until after the election, so sorry. There were a variety of reasons given, space, timing, tweaks here or there. Eventually, the election passed. Biden was in the White House, and my Kenosha story ran. Whatever the reason for holding the peace, covering the suffering after the riots was not a priority. The reality that brought Kyle Rittenhouse into the streets was one we reporters were meant to ignore. The old man who tried to put out a blaze at a Kenosha store had his jaw broken. The top editor of the Philadelphia Inquirer had to resign in June of 2020 amid staff outcry for publishing a piece with the headline, quote, Buildings Matter Too. If you lived in those neighborhoods on fire, you were not supposed to get an extinguisher. The proper response, the only acceptable response, was to see the brick and mortar torn down, to watch the fires burn, and say thank you. And by the way, if you think that sounds cynical, and even more cynical to say that the riots and the violence in America's inner cities after the George Floyd and, 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 and Blake killings benefited big money, disproportionately left of center big money, think again. The biggest single piece of damage in my neighborhood was the Midway Center, an old strip mall, kind of a, a rundown looking place, but still it was a major commercial center in my neighborhood for decades uh, around the old Rainbow and Cub stores, which are gone now, it was a it was a strip mall with a couple of Chinese restaurants, uh, a uh, a Foot Locker, a, a, a couple of uh, beauty stores catering to the uh, urban community, uh, was a couple of clothing shops. There used to be an office supply store in there, and it got burned out. I mean, many of the stores were burned out. And darned if the people who run the soccer stadium, which, by the way, was completely untouched, which completely trashes the notion that it was white supremacists. You think white supremacists wouldn't put so much as a smidgen of graffiti on a soccer stadium? Think again. At, at any rate, the, uh, the, the property owner, who'd been looking for ways to get these shopkeepers out of there for years so he could sell the property to Bill McGuire, the owner of the Minnesota United soccer team. This is an opportunity for him. He sold the property. He made a killing. All those shop owners had to go looking elsewhere. Some of them found places. Some of them were part of national chains. They, they were able to ride it out. The little local shops, some of them got lucky. Some of them are long gone. Nobody cares about the small businesses. It's the big boxes who made out big during the riots and, for that matter, uh, during the pandemic. The Zoom class doesn't care. Anyway, uh, Nellie Bowles uh, carries on, points out that it's that, as we've been noting on this show since the beginning, uh, since the riots, it's the small neighborhoods, the, 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 the small stores, the immigrant and, and neighborhoods of color, they're the ones that get beat up. It's not the first time, by the way, the New York Times has manipulated the coverage of hot-button uh, issues in order to help a Democrat. In fact, they admitted as much in April of 2020 after their biased coverage of the Tara Reid rape allegation against Biden raised eyebrows. They, they didn't forget about Hunter Biden, too. I mean, it's, if, it's, if, it, if a Democrat is on the wrong end of the story, that story will disappear. It will absolutely disappear. Anyway, that's Nellie Bowles noticing and blowing the whistle on the New York Times uh, and the notion that they, they gun deck stories that, that point out the truth about these riots. But there's another story. And this you can call this good news. You can call it difficult news. Uh, the Rittenhouse verdict, uh, this is another one piece from Legal Ins uh, Insurrection, entitled, Rittenhouse verdict has leftist rioters worried. Quote, it fundamentally changed the culture of protest. Uh we saw this in Chicago, where gangs, the Latin Kings and other Hispanic and Latino street gangs, stepped up to provide their uh, protect their neighborhoods during the riots. And we saw it here in Minneapolis, by the way, 
where heroic black citizens coordinated a lawfully armed defense of their neighborhoods against the violent leftist mobs bent on destruction. I mean, they thought they were defending against white supremacists, but the propaganda led them astray. But they did the right thing for the right reasons, even if it was against the wrong perps. Because umbrella man notwithstanding, no white supremacists burned Minneapolis or any other city. That was all the Democrats, and it was all their team. No exceptions. Maybe one or two out there somewhere. The exception that proves the rule. Uh, How the Rittenhouse case may be changing the nature of protests, especially violent, riotous protests, when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. We're here with another satisfied JTR roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional, and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Hey, you still got that trick knee that starts hurting whenever the weather's going to change? Yeah, I'm feeling it now, eh? It's that old hockey injury. You know, an Arctic Spa all-wetter pool from Premier Pool and Spa could help you relieve some of those aches and pains. No kidding, eh? Yeah, imagine coming home from a long day at the salt mine and easing into a world of warmth and comfort. Oh, yeah, I can almost feel it. And then, when you're all limbered up, you can stay in tip-top shape with an invigorating swim. Wow, sounds like an all-weather pool from Premier Pool and Spa is a hot tub, a spa, and a pool all in one. Yeah, and because it's engineered for the world's harshest climates, it's perfect for Minnesota. Hey, maybe after a few sessions in my pool, I can actually get back on the ice again. If you mean for ice fishing... Then I would say, let's go, eh? That's probably more my speed. Hey, all-weather pools from Arctic Spa are on sale now at Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen. You deserve it. Premier Pool and Spa, online at premierpools.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World, Northern Alliance Radio Network, Mitch Berg, uh, my blog, shotinthedark.info. Don't forget Jack Car- uh, Jack Tomzak uh, coming up at 3 o'clock today, as always. That's what he does. The, the new kid on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, he hasn't been doing it for two digits worth of years yet, so he's going to be a new guy for a while. Although, 
hopefully we'll get some more folks on board here. This is a lot of fun having having the franchise growing again. Anyway, we're talking about uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, the aftermath this past week. Uh, the left beclowned itself. The president dug himself deeper into defamation land, although lots of luck suing a sitting president. Uh, but some other things have changed here. Now, I've, I've had my differences with people on both sides. But legal insurrection points out this past week that there are scholars out there who are pointing out that this verdict may, and I don't, don't want to necessarily encourage people to do this because <laughs> without, without, with their eyes not wide open. I mean, you saw the ordeal Rittenhouse went through in court to be proven right. And boy, all it took was a bad day with the jury, a bad ruling on jury instructions or evidence presented. Not that there was much evidence presented. All it takes is a couple bad evidentiary rulings, and suddenly you're looking at a whole nother verdict. Self-defense is not for the faint of heart. As uh, my initial carry permit instructor said, Joel Rosenberg, the late, great Joel Rosenberg said, Using a gun in self-defense sets off an atomic bomb in your life, legally, emotionally, personally, financially, every possible way. It blows up your life. And and if you're a 17-year-old kid, the best place for you to be is probably not in a combat zone. But... Is it possible there's some beneficial effects from this uh, article in Legal Insurrection this past week uh, about how uh, the Rittenhouse verdict may have started the process of changing the nature of protest? I'm going to continue to quote the piece. Uh, if you watch the Washington Post video report on black Minneapolis residents rightly organizing. Hey, wait, I'm a conservative and I just said black guys with guns, law-abiding citizens with legally owned guns is a good thing. I was reliably informed none of us ever did that. Huh. If you watch the Minnesota uh, Washington Post video report on the black Minneapolis residents rightly organizing to protect their neighborhoods while legally armed, you will see strong, organized, and determined people who reject the destruction being wrought in their neighborhoods. Sadly, you also see citizens who have another recourse to protect their neighborhood in the absence of a viable police presence because police have been told to stand down by Democrat officials. Progressives apparently think that pulling the police uh, will just turn the mob mob loose on a crowd of terrorized American populace. But, you know, that's not what happens. When you have groups as diverse as the Latin Kings or the heroic citizens of North Minneapolis and the heroic citizens who defended Kenosha, Prove that faced with a lawless uh, vacuum, the lawful will step into the breach. And that's true. If you're lucky. Because, oh yeah, initially the lawful will step into the breach. And they will risk the full wrath of the blue machine to defend what's theirs. And if you see happening what happened to the likes of, well... Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, is 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 acquitted and a free man after his ordeal in court. Not everyone is so lucky. I submit to your uh, approval. Bernard, the record of Bernard Getz back in the 1980s. Remember what happened to him? That was, by the way, an ordeal that changed an awful lot of things in America. In some ways, the the turnaround and the bottoming out point of the fortune of the American gun owner. The this is, by the way, a piece that came out in Politico about what's really at stake for the lunatic left and their ability to intimidate Americans into submission. This is important, folks. The Kyle Rittenhouse case, while not overtly about race, lay bare the imbalances and imperfections of the judicial system. But it also did something else, legal scholars say. It fundamentally changed the nature uh, and the culture of protest Rittenhouse's acquittal, scholars say, sends a signal to those who want to take up arms to defend property or attend politically or racially charged events. There is legal ground for you to use your weapon. Just claim fear. Well, it's Politico. Politico is written by liberals. Liberals are idiots when it comes to self-defense law. No, you just don't claim fear. Morons. That's garbage. You don't just claim fear. There's five... 
there's five factors. I've heard this from more progressives this past week who say, hey, all I got to do, all Antifa has to do is bring a gun, say they're afraid and shoot people. No, you don't. That's one third of one fifth of the case. Jury's got to believe it was reasonable. Good luck, Chad, the anti-fagoon. So that's BS. But the larger point, the one that has well and truly triggered the left, is that any old citizen can defend themselves in these United States. It ain't always easy. It ain't always cheap. It certainly ain't without risk. But it can be done. Some people are willing to do it. And as the article said earlier, at the moment, it's the law-abiding citizens. Hope's always, let's hope it always stays that way. There's no guarantee it stays that way. Other leftist outlets are also sounding the alarm. The New York Times bemoans that Rittenhouse's acquittal has, quote, reinvigorated support on the right for armed responses to racial justice protests and unrest, end quote. I mean, that's not true. It's armed response, armed, armed deterrence to rioting of whatever cause. Doesn't matter if it's over, and I quote, racial justice, end quote, or about people rioting when your team wins the Stanley Cup. Doesn't matter. Rioting, the systematic destruction of law-abiding citizens' property, by people who want to make a point or no point whatsoever or just feeling entitled and going out there and looking for some what the mayor of Baltimore called room to destroy. We're getting to the point where people maybe just maybe have had enough of it. We're seeing that, by the way, in peaceful ways as well. Last month or or the months, the elections earlier this month in Minneapolis throughout four of the anti-police city councilmen including Philippe Cunningham, the leader of the defund the police movement, peacefully, with a overwhelming tsunami of votes in the poor, crime-ridden neighborhoods. So there's a nice chunk of the left's dogma under attack here, literally and figuratively, at the polls in Virginia and in North Minneapolis. The, the the worst excesses of modern progressivism got clipped this past month. And for that, I'm thankful. And maybe, just maybe, maybe the left will start to get the word that if they keep rioting and, and, and their buddy mayors in these blue cities keep letting them do it, the people may have had enough. And the next time, it may not be a well-meaning, idealistic 17-year-old. Maybe a bunch of Marines back from Fallujah looking to reclaim what's theirs, and they can keep secrets. Bethany Mandel coming up next, talking about the wokeism in children's literature and what to do about it. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 
Mistakes, little mistakes, big mistakes, monumental mistakes, they all matter. When they're made in regard to your retirement, they can be disastrous. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. The guys are going to share with you common mistakes that retirees make that can derail your retirement. Make sure you listen so you can keep your retirement on track. Alan Mike have solutions and strategies for you. Make sure you tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon on Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them now at 855-231-6010. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Happy, happy, happy 20th anniversary. AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis.